Hey, I'm Kat Chaos. And I'm Liz Gomez, also known as Hazy. And you're listening to Scary, Scary Encounters, Encounters with Hazy Chaos. Chaos, a podcast where we talk to some of our favorite bands and artists as they share scary encounters they've experienced and live to tell. Hi, this is Luke McGarry, and you're listening to Scary Encounters with Hazy Chaos. Mwahahaha. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Um, I'm Kat. I'm Liz. And we actually hey. have a special guest co-host today. Her name is Mari. Hi. Hey. Um, maybe you guys have uh, remember her from episode number nine, which is the craziest one so far. But anyway. I agree. That was a really crazy episode. Yeah. Luke, how are you doing? Um, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I've, <laughs> I literally uh, just finished saving um a file i've been working on all day um as i answered the phone to you so um i'm technically done with work for the week as of five seconds ago nice um, <laughs> perfect timing nice yes. are you going to be posting it soon um well it's um it was it's storyboards for a um top secret project Ooh. um so it will get posted eventually it's um I have to do some animation, so God knows when it'll get done. I mean, you can <laughs> when, tell when us. We promise we won't tell anybody. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. You're going to do... Well, actually, first of all, for people who um, aren't familiar with Luke McGarry, I'm going to give them a little insight of what you do. Yes, please do. Okay. okay. Um, you're from the UK, Manchester, but you're now based yes. in LA, right? Uh, yeah, I've been out here for um, a few years, so my accent. Sounds weird. That's why. <laughs> um, you're an illustrator, cartoonist, animator, designer. You do everything. <laughs> He's in a band. What don't you do? <laughs> yeah, basically just avoiding real work. Um, that's what I say. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> My that's hero. a dream. Seriously, a dream. Do what um, you love. Yeah, you do what you mm-hmm. love for sure. You are also, like Liz said, in a band, Pop Noir. Your bassist, guitarist, yeah. and singer. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, I'm in. Uh, that band was my twin brother, Joe, um, and he is guitar and all the programming and everything. So okay. um, he's, he's really the brain behind everything. Uh, I just I just get up and sing nice. <laughs> and play bass. So he's more of the producer bit. in the band, huh? Yeah, he's, he's much more technically inclined than I am. So, um, and he's also a web designer as well. So he, he does all the technical stuff. I, I do the simple stuff like singing and drawing pictures. <laughs> oh, man, you guys sound like a great team. I mean, there's it takes balance to make a great group. So Yeah, well, it's funny because we're, um, uh, obviously, as I said, we're twins. Um, and he's left-handed and I'm right-handed. So, um, and like his kind of skill set complement mine as you say so i think together we make one normal functioning person oh man uh, <laughs> just like two sides awesome. of, of one normal person you guys are like two sides of a brain i love that yeah dang that you should or draw twins. that <laughs> two sides of a brain but with your faces on it if you haven't already <laughs> yeah back to your work really quick um some of your clients we were doing a little research before we called you you've worked mm. with playboy You've worked with yeah. Mad, as in Mad Magazine and Mad TV, correct? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Airbnb, Lyft. You've created posters for Coachella, Tenacious D, which IFC, is, uh, Zed on the Rocks. Uh, I even saw Cat. I know you you love this if you haven't seen it already. What? Uh, he drew a label for a salsa company. I didn't see it. You didn't see that? No. I, okay, that's why I didn't mention anything until right now because I wanted to see your your reaction. <laughs> Dude, I love so. Oh my god, I'm a salsa whore. I was going to say that too, yeah. It's pretty It's pretty intense. The things she does for Salta. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Dude, no, but you've, you're very talented, amazing, crazy. Oh, well, thank you very much. Yes. Go on, go on. Oh, oh stop. <laughs> you're very funny as well. <laughs> Should we keep going? Handsome. Yeah, yeah. yeah talented. What, what else? Tall. <laughs> Can we just do this for an hour? Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> Your your stories are so scary, <laughs> dude. Um, no, but congratulations on your success. You seem to be doing very well, and you've been doing it for quite some time, right? Yeah, I've um I've been working as a professional cartoonist, illustrator, whatever, um, since my senior year in high school. Um, so yeah, I've been doing this forever. Um, I started out just kind of working with um local music magazines and concert promoters and stuff. Uh, that's how I actually ended up doing um, all the stuff for FYF and then Coachella. Um, is uh, I was working for this magazine called LA Record while I was in high school. I was working for free, um, and I was kind of getting paid in tickets to go to shows. And I thought, you know, that's good enough for me. Um, and one of the writers there was Sean Carlson, who... Um, was just founding FYF Fest, um, which, if you're not familiar, was a big festival here in LA for a good few years. It started out as a free kind of punky festival around Echo Park, and it morphed into a thing that got bought out by Golden Voice, and um, it was like Phoenix and The Strokes and Yeah Yeah Yeahs and stuff headlining. Um, LCD Sound System, I think, headlined it too. So it blew up into this massive thing, but Sean was one of the writers at the magazine I was working for for free. Uh, and he started just asking me to do concert posters for the shows he was throwing around town. And um, I initially agreed to do it because I thought that meant he would put my band on one of the shows and he never did. Because <laughs> he was like, um, I don't want I don't want people to think it's nepotism. And it's like, that's the only reason I'm doing this. Is so, you know, like, but yeah, I mean, it kind of worked out and otherwise it benefited my career. Uh, yeah, in other ways. But yeah, so that blew up into a whole thing once I got bought out by Coachella. Um, or by Golden Voice, I started working with Coachella and stuff. And um, yeah, the rest, as they say, is history. Literally, mm-hmm. because FYF is canceled. <laughs> um, <laughs> no and shit. Golden Voice, uh, I'm doing any shows right now since the pandemic. So yeah. literally, my concert, concert poster career is currently history. Oh my God. Well, for now, hopefully not. It, it's yeah. postponed. You know, it's postponed. There <laughs> yes. we go. Yeah. Yeah. I saw those yeah. billboard uh, pictures that you have up as well. It looks really awesome to see you posing with your your artwork so huge up yeah. behind you. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, the, my favorite one of that, because um, I've had a few, but the best one was um, a uh, Coachella billboard uh, right at, basically right at Sunset Junction. And there was a picture of um, the band Haim. Haim, Haim, uh, posing in front of it too, because they were featured on it. So that was cool. That's like a, a thing I throw in my portfolio when um, I need to prove to people that my work has been places. Yeah. I don't show the picture of me in front of it. I show the picture of Haim. There we go. With it. Yeah. yeah. So that was your favorite billboard. What's um the fi- your favorite piece that you've drawn this far? Because you've drawn a lot of good shit, 
What's your favorite? We have our favorites for sure. I'm like, man, please don't make me choose. Uh, right? <laughs> yeah. It, it is tough. Um, it's funny because, um, yeah, I'm just kind of cranking this stuff out so frequently that I forget half of the stuff I've done. Um, but I think um, getting a cartoon in the New Yorker, I think, was sort of the kind of feather in my cap. Um it was like a, a small goal that I set myself because I had this running joke on my Instagram where I was doing a daily cartoon that um, I kept doing New Yorker style cartoons, like black and white ink wash cartoons mm-hmm. that were clearly not right for the New Yorker. They were like, it was that, that stupid joke about, um, there's an old joke where uh, like a king sends three guys off all over the world to come back with ping pong balls. <laughs> and, um, uh, one guy comes back with a massive pair of uh, testicles and he goes, Oh, I thought you said King Kong balls. And I kept <laughs> doing that joke. I kept doing that joke over and over again, but in New Yorker style um, and going like the New Yorker won't publish my cartoons. This is bullshit. Um, and it was just running. And then it just kind of evolved into other stupid jokes that were clearly wrong for the New Yorker. And so people kept being like, like writing to the New Yorker being like, hey, you know, but Luke's really good. You should publish his work. This is really unfair. But I'd never actually submitted a cartoon to the New Yorker. And then I finally did and I got published. And oh, nice. it's like, hey, it was as easy as that. But then uh, they've ignored all my subsequent cartoons that I've submitted to them. So it might have been a long time. Oh. Thing. <laughs> Man, what an accomplishment. That's, that's crazy. So cool. What a way to do it, too. Yeah, dude. Yeah. A, a lot of your stuff is... um. I can't think of another word except for like controversial show, you know, like do you, some of it is. Yeah. <laughs> some of it. Yeah. Like mm. the political stuff. <laughs> um, I love it. It's amazing though. <laughs> we were just, I was scrolling through it with Mar. I was showing her some yeah, of the stuff and the Trump stuff is just hilarious. The way you draw him dude. Oh, oh yes. my God. It's just so like uh, grotesque, I guess the word. Yeah. Is. <laughs> it's, it's easy. It's easy to, to make him grotesque. Yeah. Right. Um, you're showing him in his true light. Right. Yeah. And then you have it, like the tanning spray dripping off his face. Like, it's yeah. Actually, what I shared today was a like a red cap that you drew that says, Right. We are, stu- yeah. we are stupid fucking babies. Yeah. <laughs> With the swastika on it. I was like, I have to share this oh, immediately. And all that going on. It's crazy. We yeah. try not to talk about political stuff on here, but honestly, like, it's just real shit. You know, we're just talking about what's going on in the world today. Like, Absolutely. It's, it's, well, it's funny because yeah, people keep saying I should, you know, put out a collection of my um, Trump cartoons or, you know, like find a publisher for them or something. But it's like, I don't know anybody that would want a book of that. Like, yeah, they're, <laughs> you know, they're, they're funny now on social media when you're, you're mad for the day. You're like, oh, yeah, this, you know, sums up my feelings. But I can't imagine like wanting to look back on the four years of Trump, you know. Even if, it, even if it's something making fun of them, it's like, I don't want any of that in my house. Why would you? I don't want this bad juju on. in you my house. What? Yeah, I totally yeah. get that. But yeah. it could also be like, this is where we were. It's fun, but you make it kind of funny. And mm. then it's, and then like we got past it, you know, and this is where we are now. It could be just kind of like. Are you going to be funny? Like a, a 2020 recap. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, oh, by yeah, the way, I fun. love the way you did your website. It, it has like that whole, um, where's Waldo? <laughs> you know, with you pop- yeah yeah it was super awesome i'm looking at all the different characters i think i saw like a female wolverine in there too so I don't know. yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah I, it was really interesting because i i got stuck on it for a while and i would love to see something like that in 2020 you know like just 
all the craziness yeah happened. Dang. I, I mean but yeah that would mean having to relive it while i drew it <laughs> so maybe not maybe not. i'll pay for therapy we're, <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're obviously um big fans of yours we actually um got introduced to you by greta and robin i know you you're a friend of theirs yeah. Yeah, Grow Vision. They actually introduced us to your work and to you at was it wasn't Feedback Fest, was it? Um, it could have been because I I think was that the one Joe and I might have DJed that exactly. That's yeah, the yeah, and yeah, so that's probably where we met. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're great. I like them a lot. The band's cool. They're nice people. What more can you say? Exactly. <laughs> what more do you need? Right. Totally. But we just had to give them a quick shout out because we you wouldn't be here if it weren't for them. You know. I'm giving them the kudos for that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We love them. They're great yeah. people. Yeah. But anywho, I wait first. But first, coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But first, dude, that one's hilarious. I think I know we're my gonna, next tattoo. We're gonna have to post it, dude, in the recap pictures. It's a, a little cartoon pouring coffee in his ass. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's, um, it's a coffee animal. Um, yeah. But first, coffee things always really annoy me. Um, oh. So I just added an extra T to the word "but," and there you go. <laughs> <laughs> A legend was born. I love it. All your right? stuff are like cool, like puns, right? Yeah, um, and I kind of worry that you know I should get away from just puns, <laughs> but um, I I enjoy them. They're, I think yes. they can put some quotes. But they're either the highest form of wit or the lowest form of wit. Um, so, and you know, I like to think that I embody both. Um, you know, the <laughs> duality, the, the yin and yang of being um, witty and a fucking idiot. <laughs> Keep doing them. They're amazing. We love puns. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't interrupt the flow. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? There's another one that I want to, like, give a shout out to um, that I thought was super funny. And it's a... Uh, <laughs> it's a NWA one with Easy E and Ice Cube. Ice Cube's on the bed. <laughs> yes. And you see uh Easy say, Fuck the police, marry the firemen, kill the paramedics. <laughs> <laughs> like they're writing lyrics. That was <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh man. Uh, thank like you. Game, yeah. Right? Yeah, like yeah, fuck Mary Kill. Um <laughs> ah. <laughs> Anywho, but amazing. We love but yeah, I got a lot of people commenting on that, being like, Well, why would you kill the paramedic? Uh -huh. I don't know, it's just a joke. It's just um, a joke. You gotta choose one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so funny. Whenever Relax. you post things, you know, I like it and comment sometimes and I look at other comments and people get really upset. It's like, come on guys, it's funny. It's a joke. Like live a little shit. That's what we need right yeah. now is like to laugh and smile. You know what I mean? Well, like, don't be a Karen. Don't yeah. be a fucking baby. <laughs> yeah. Well that's I mean that's that's the irony of it is the number of people when I do cartoons with a kind of liberal bent calling me a snowflake. Oh, and it's like, yeah. but you're the one that's upset about a cartoon. I uh, love you know. right? your responses are the best i love them oh my god i haven't read any oh you have to after this we're gonna have to go through them it's so <laughs> he's like so like real calm and well you're the one like he just was right now you're okay. the one getting offended you know like he's just <laughs> super chill i love it and then they get even more mad <laughs> <laughs> oh man too good too love good. it yes before we get started i don't know if you heard um last week's oh we have a quick update from last week's episode we interviewed ricky sticks from the death valley girls and the 210s I'll, I'll just do a really quick recap so her first story had to do with 
her and her husband, Dusty, experienced some weird, just weird, I, that's all I can explain. Paranormal activity. Is it paranormal? I don't know, dude. But they just, they would get, they moved into a house in Corona about 13 years ago. And when they first moved in, her grandmother passed away and, you know, rest in peace, grandma. But Dusty left the house. He came home and the front door was just wide open, wide open. And he was like, what the hell? Like, okay. Told Ricky about it. And she was like, okay. He was out of town. She was home alone. Went somewhere, came back. The back door was wide open. Mm -hmm. And they both kind of just tripped out. Like, what the hell? What's going on? Or or is this a home invasion? Is this paranormal? What is it? And Ricky uh, clarified that she knew she locked everything up because she yes. was home alone. Her husband was at home. So she went around, locked all the windows, all the doors, made, yeah. you know, just triple check that shit. So, yeah. And this was 13 years ago. Okay. And the, the day that her episode aired, which was Thursday, the 14th, she texted us and she says, you guys, something's going on. Yeah. For real. And we were like, what, what? Like all excited. Dude, on the day her her episode aired, her husband found the door wide open. (laughs) Yes. Found the door wide open. And they have dogs now. So he was like, hey, like, Ricky, why did you leave the door open? We have dogs now. Like, come on. And she looked at him like, holy shit. And she was like, I didn't leave it open. And I need you to remember, I just did that interview with the girls. And I talked about this. 13 years later, that fucking ghost or whatever it is in that house. The energy, the entity. Yeah. It's just like she was tripping out and we had to check on her the next day. Like, hey, you okay? She's okay. She's she's good now. You know, like, but it was just a trip. We had to do that quick update because I, I, I don't know. I don't feel like it's really a coincidence, but. I don't think so. 13 years later, you mean to tell me that uh, a door opens up exactly right. like in her story? uh no after all these years yeah what do you think luke how does that sound to you yeah i don't i mean it, it does sound 13 13 years later that's pretty spooky that's right. um on the, the day number of 13 it, yeah the number 13 i didn't even think about that either there yeah. you go oh shit but pretty we, I, spooky boom. <laughs> i kind of want to touch base on that song well i think it's a like illustration that you put together it's a go ghost i believe it's called oh yeah 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 <laughs> yeah that's my um my halloween song um yeah <laughs> oh man i i put it out um it's a song that um we had around forever with madame pot noir um it's just this kind of stupid joke halloween song um and then uh, earlier this year, I decided to put out a seven inch of um, that was the B side uh, to my solo seven inch um, uh, as like a side project from the band. And the A side was a cover of Black Leather by Nightmares uh, Nightmares in Wax. There's two bands: there's Nightmares on Wax, who are like a hip hoppy, chilled out techno band, and then Nightmares in Wax, which was Pete Burns from Dead or Alive. You know you spin me right round. Yeah. Um, it was their, it was his band, his like hardcore gay punk band before uh, he formed Dead or Alive. And so they have the song called Black Leather. So I released a cover of that um, as well. So yeah, so. I saw that. Is that the, and Black Leather. You said that was a the seven inch uh, vinyl that you put out, right? But yeah, yeah. But I believe it, it, it just feels so much bigger, right? 
<laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I was trying so hard not to say a joke when he said seven inch. Hey, he he wrote it first. That yeah. was that's all him. I'm quoting <laughs> his artwork. Love it. Yeah. Awesome. Oh man. Well, you're not a fan of unsolved mysteries, the show, but um, I did send you a couple questions. Um, were you able to to think about that a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've, cool. I've, cool. I'm very professional. I, I've given everything. Sweet. I, I, Sweet. Okay, <laughs> I cool. read the questions in advance. <laughs> I've done my research. I've come prepared. He's ready. Oh, yeah, let's okay. Go. So first question. If you can solve any unsolved case or murder, which one would it be? Okay. So I was thinking about this one um, earlier, and then I, I wanted to do some research into it. Um, and then, like, the tiny bit of research I did um, kind of made it clear that it was solved. But I've always been fascinated by the... Um, the Roanoke colony that disappeared. So, like, this is a way far back unsolved mystery of the um, the, the lost colony on the East Coast um, that disappeared. When was it founded? It was, you know, what is it? It's like late 1500s. Um, and um, in, you know, North Carolina or wherever now. And, uh, yeah, it was that colony that they, like, went, some of the, the, the people went back to England to get supplies or whatever, and they came back, and this colony was just deserted. Everything was gone, Whoa. and there was just the word Croatan right. or Croatoan carved into the tree. Oh, that's right. It's like, oh, wow, yeah. what happened? This is so spooky. But then if you do, like, just even the smallest amount of research into it, it was they carved Croatoan into the colony to say that they went to Croatoan Island, like they just moved there, like they just moved the town over, and the kind of the whole the whole mystery to it was that um, hey, we moved. Was it uh, Sir Walter Raleigh um, had to kind of portray it as a mystery so that he could get the funding to come and kind of explore America and maybe try and claim that colony oh. for himself? So it was just like a historical thing where. They were like, oh, yeah, no, maybe all these people turned into ghosts and disappeared. <laughs> um, you better keep, you know, paying me to come look <laughs> look for them. But literally, they just moved the town over, I think. So I think I've solved oh. it, uh, oh, according yeah. to Wikipedia. <laughs> so your, um, yeah, your doing research for this podcast uh, inspired me to solve a, a, a mystery I've been fascinated with since I was like 11. Nice. Um, so oh. there we go. But unless it was ghosts. In which case, it's still an unsolved mystery. It's like, what happened with those colonies? No, let's Everything pretend you, was gone. Let's pretend you solved it. <laughs> yeah. They moved the town My over. My historical research, um, yeah, shows. The sign they put just flew away from the I wind. love it. Exactly. They left a note and just flew away. <laughs> exactly. And, I mean, it's hard to leave a full note when you're carving it into a tree. Well, you really yeah, just got to. Yeah. True. You know. <laughs> I, I don't know it. why they couldn't have written that on a piece of paper, but um, yeah. I usually I just leave it, it like, on the, the fridge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or on the mirror. <laughs> Duh. With lipstick. <laughs> Maybe they did write a full note and it blew away. I mean, That's, just send them yeah. a text. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 A text. Come on. Oh, man. You know? That was a great answer. Wow. What is this, the 1800s? <laughs> Very I know. You already already solved his own answer. <laughs> I know. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Well, that does it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All of my stories are going to be that, and this is going to be like a 10-minute podcast. Hey. <laughs> Where it's like, yeah, I thought it was something, and then it was just something else. That, that's We're that. like, well, sing a song now. <laughs> sing us a song. So back to complimenting you. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. Okay, so, so go on. Right? Okay, so next question. Okay. So uh, if you were on death row or on your deathbed, what would you choose as your last meal? 
Um, again, I was thinking about that as well. And um, one of my favorite uh, John Waters quotes, obviously famous director, John Waters, everything he does is in bad taste. Um, he, uh, his answer to that was um, a, a single leaf of arugula, which oh, wow. is just so funny to me. So I'd like that to be my answer. Um, but I think it'd be funnier if I was on death row to like get something like a McRib or something, something I don't eat meat. Just so it would be like, you know, Luke McGarry's final meal was like a McRib or something. Or like, and, you know, he, he just got Del Taco. <laughs> that sucks. Oh he could have had anything and he just got the McRib. Or like a Shamrock Shake, you know. But just something I've never eaten before. It, it Cut sucks. the crust off. Yeah. He just got a, yeah. a gas station pizza. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Amazing. That was great. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's it. That's it. That's the perfect idea. Actually, is I'll, I'll ask for the McRib, and then I, you know, I have to buy myself time because it only comes out like every three years or something. Oh, like, dang! Well, he wants the McRib. That's smart. Or, or at least you know, so we can't wait that long. Go, so I'm all safe. And I go. Ah, oh, we gotta wait till March. You're solving these unsolved <laughs> cases. You're fucking the system. It's you're like, dude, your death row. let me read what you are again. Illustrator, cartoon. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> dude, you do everything. Yeah. It's crazy. What a trip. Those are fucking great answers. Thank you for that. That was pretty amazing. <laughs> that right. was amazing. Wow. Touche, Luke. Touche. Oh, there you go. There you amazing. go. <laughs> <laughs> Too good. Um, so you have some scary encounters of your own. And usually, yes. usually I ask like, "Oh, what are they about?" Just like a gist, but I didn't even ask for a gist. I'm, we're really excited. We have nothing. We yeah. have no idea I what was, we're in for. I was really wondering. I was like, "So, Kat, uh, did he happen to give you a quick little?" No, snippet? I was just super excited that he said, "Yeah." No shit. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, "Dude, we got Luke McGarry," and I, that was it. I didn't care what you had to say. I literally <laughs> I didn't, didn't ask her like, "Hey, did, did he give you a heads up on his story?" Nope. Until like five minutes before we started, I was like, "Oh shit, we forgot yeah. to ask." <laughs> well, you you placed an incredible amount of trust in me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's just an honor to have you here with us. Thank you. Well, well, I, I'm honored to be here. Aww. Well, <laughs> let me tell you my scary story then. Yes. Just hold, hold on to your butts, as, as Samuel L. Jackson would say. We're holding on. Um, okay, so um, uh, a couple of years ago, um, I want to say, oh, man, it would have been uh, just... 10 years ago, not quite 13, so we've not got spooky numbers yet, but um, <laughs> around 2010, a little bit of backstory, around 2010, my brother and I were at a nightclub here in Los Angeles, and it was a Wednesday night, and uh, it was really bad, like it just sucked, um, and we ran into a couple people, and they said, um, hey, this place sucks, uh, do you want to go somewhere else? And um, we were like, yeah. Um, <laughs> long story short, they invited us back to their house. And um, we went because it was 10 years ago. So I'd have been 22, 23, 22. Um, I don't know how, how old I am. I'm <laughs> 30, I just turned 33. Okay, so I'm like 23. Oh, it was in the summer, so I'd have been 22. Happy birthday. Um, this is important. This All is these important. threes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> kind of spooky. Yeah, wasn't that a Jim Carrey movie, but like a spooky Jim Carrey movie <laughs> yeah, where it was. it was like the number 23. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, oh, everything adds up to 23. It's like, yeah, but of course it does because you wrote the movie that way. It's like, it doesn't, 
This isn't a scary coincidence. Oh my god, the movie guys. that you wrote. My like it's easy to. Oh god, no. I don't want to. Did you, is your the birthday is the twenty third? Yes. <laughs> oh shit. Of the twenty third month of the year. <laughs> oh, shut up. Oh my god, it's okay. a sign. Twenty twenty three. Anyways, sorry. Yeah. But yeah, like it's when he lives in apartment number 23 and his son's 23 years old and it's been 23 years since his wife died or something. It's like, yeah, because you wrote that. Like, this doesn't scare Anyway. Oh my God. It's not real life. um, Yeah, if it was a documentary, I'd be a little bored. Anyway, so um, 22 years old, these people invited back to their house. uh, And um, suffice to say, it's in the Hollywood Hills. And it turns out to belong to a very famous rock star. Uh, and one of these people is his fiance. And I won't say who, uh, but the, um, the band is very, very famous. And they have recently made a movie about them. That's all I'll say. Oh, I know um, who it is. We're going to guess. <laughs> Do you? Uh-huh. It's Elton John. No. Oh, <laughs> I was like, wait, I didn't <laughs> think <laughs> that. <laughs> well, can we, can we say it? And if we guess it right, we can just bleep it out. No. no. Let's, not, no. Even, let's no. not even um it was worth a anyway, shot. So I to, yeah. I mean Text if me you later. Start throwing out guesses, I won't I won't confirm Okay, enough. okay. Um <laughs> but anyway, so we go to the palace and we make friends with these people. Blah 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 blah. This is in the summer. Uh we stay in touch with them, we hang out with them a few times. Uh we end up being invited to um their house in London or just outside of London. Um, for Christmas or right before Christmas. So like uh, middle of December. So we fly out there. We're, we're in London. We're hanging out with these people. And the house is the biggest house I've ever seen. It's it like used to be uh, an old kind of, not monastery, but um, it's, you know, like kind of that vibe. Um, okay. <laughs> it's very like ancient and regal like built in the 1400s or something. Oh my God. Um, just this absolutely insane house. Biggest house I've ever seen. Wow. Um, uh, and um, my brother and I are staying in like the guest wing of this house. And it's very spooky. Again, you know, 600 years old, if I'm doing my math correctly. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's, what's, What's 2010 minus 1600? Um, oh don't make me do the math. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so um, anyway, so, you know, we've, we've traveled over and it's like, I'm tired. I'm grimy from traveling. And um, I say, oh, um, you know, but wh- where's the shower? And uh, our host is like, yeah, it's, you know, here is the guest wing shower, um, blah, 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 blah. Everybody's downstairs in the kind of, the, the the drawing room and they're all watching TV. Um, and I'm like, okay, so I'm going to go for a shower. Uh, I get in the shower or I start running the shower and all of these tiny little uh, ladybugs start crawling out of the woodwork in this old-ass bathroom. Just like, I guess, drawn from the steam of the shower. But they like, all of the cracks in everything. These like little tiny bugs, hundreds of them start crawling out. Like, oh, this is really spooky. Um, and so uh, I turn the shower off and I run back downstairs, fully clothed. I put my clothes oh, back okay. on. Okay, I was like, uh oh. Um, <laughs> I went around naked. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I put, put my clothes back on. I go back down to, the, to where everybody's hanging out and I ask our host, like, um, 
there's a bunch of tiny bugs and um uh, she's like oh, oh don't worry about it you know it's an old house like it's just the woodwork and the steam and stuff oh, and my wow. brother who's there is like yeah you don't have to worry about ladybugs but if you see a black moth uh out of season uh that's when you should start worrying and we're like ooh, spooky whatever so i go back again it's like a 10 minute walk to the guest wing of this house oh, my God. <laughs> just, i tend to get back in the bathroom and turn the shower on and um as uh, I'm like getting ready, I pull back the curtain and there's a, a light above the shower and there's a black moth circling it. Oh, and um, I was like, oh God, this is really spooky. Uh, and the thing is, black moths are of season. So kind of moth season in the UK is like summer through October. And so middle of December isn't black moth season. So oh, I was like, sure. oh, it's out of season. And they're supposed to symbolize, I looked this up uh, afterwards, and um, black moths, A, symbolize death and, you know, kind of spookiness. They also symbolize horniness, I think. So oh, <laughs> wow. could go either way. Maybe you're just it's horny. It's a spooky story or a sexy story. <laughs> well, no, no horniness so much as romance. Uh, I, it's been a while since I looked it up, but it was something like, oh, this could go either way. But um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, I mean, like I'm in a steamy shower, you know. Hey, <laughs> hey. With black moth. Um, but anyway, so... I shower with my eyes wide open. I'm like trying not to wash my hair for too long. I'm just totally freaked out by this place. And then, so I take the shower, whatever, um, uh, dry off, get dressed, go back downstairs to where everybody's hanging out. And I'm like, hey, yeah, there was a black moth. And I go, that's kind of spooky. And I said, has anything else spooky ever happened here? And um, our host was like, no, not really. I mean, there was the one time uh, my husband and I were in bed and we woke up um, because the whole room was shaking, like the bed was being violently shaken. Oh. And um, and she was like, you know, it was like, you know, four in the morning, and we just thought it was an earthquake, uh, you know, because we woke up in the middle of the night. Oh, it's just an earthquake. My back sleep. And then she said, but then in the morning we woke up and realized we're not in LA anymore. We're in London. You don't have earthquakes in London. So something was shaking the bed super violently. I was like, oh, that's kind of spooky. Yeah. And then she was like, yeah. And then another time I was putting um, uh, the kids to bed and there was a, a CD on the bedside table and it just exploded into a million pieces oh. out of nowhere. Oh, no. Like just spontaneously? Yeah, it just exploded. Yeah. That's I was like, oh, that's, I wish you'd have told me that. <laughs> so... Um, oh my God. So then later that night, everybody's gone to bed because they're on UK time, but we're still on Los Angeles time. Um, my brother and I decide to share a room. It's got two beds, two very big beds. So we're like, this place is freaky. It's like, well, I'm going to sleep in the same place as you. It's a bunk bed. Uh, I was about to ask. Yeah, it's bunk beds. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it was like, no, we'll, we'll share a room. It's fine. And they're like, yeah, okay. Um, but we stayed downstairs because that's, it's such a big old house that the Wi-Fi is only like in this, like two rooms downstairs. Um, so we're up like answering emails. It's like three or four in the morning. And the, um, we're in the, the, the living room, drawing room, or the entertaining room of this big house. And uh, next door to that room is the kitchen. So it's like an open doorway onto the kitchen. 
we're both up, like all the lights in the house are off except for one lamp in this room and like the glow of our laptops. And you know that sound a fridge makes when it clicks on? It's like, yes. you know, whatever, like old fridges. Um, it We hear a noise like that from the kitchen. So we both paused and stopped because, you know, it's like, it's spooky. But just to hear it's like that noise comes from the kitchen. But as soon as we both stopped to listen to it, it stopped. There was no sound. Mm. So it was just this weird sound. And then in the dead silence as we're waiting for it, from the darkness of the kitchen comes this voice that just goes, Jesus Christ. Oh. oh but there's God. nobody else up. Oh, <laughs> so, um, oh my gosh. We both like um, fucking slam our laptop shut. I just went. <laughs> was it I just more of a, my brother. Was it more of a I, whisper I or like? Yeah, it was like this gravelly voice. Did it sound like close or far? It, it sounded like it was just in the like corner of the kitchen in the dark. Oh, I don't know what it was, but we both definitely heard this thing go. And and nobody else was awake. Like and there's no neighbors. It's not like, you know, you're hearing the neighbors because this is a big ass manor house in the middle of nowhere. So I was freaked out. I ran, sprinted up the stairs, like to the guest room of the house. Uh, my brother uh, was like, Oh shit, I better turn the lights off. I don't want to leave the, you know, lights off. So he turned the lights off and then like trips on this stone spiral staircase. And I don't know whether he broke his toe or what, but he definitely messed his floor up. Oh, uh, there's nothing you can do with a toe. So he just kind of taped his other toe to it. Um, but yeah, like he tripped over this stone staircase in the pitch black running from this scary voice in the kitchen. Um, so that was night one. And then we're there for a few more days and nothing else happens. And then we are um, getting ready to take off. Like we're going to head back into London, um, Maine, and see some um, uh, see some family that's there and stuff. So I'm grabbing another quick shower because we're going to like spend an, another day in London and then head straight to the airport. So uh, I go for a shower, and then my brother in the guest wing of the house sees me coming up the spiral staircase to where the room we were staying in. So he like hides behind the, you know, the door to jump out and scare me because we're both freaked out in this spooky old house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's waiting there forever. He's like, where the fuck is Luke? So he comes out and looks and I'm not there. Oh my God. And, um, and then he, he comes, like makes his way and I'm in the shower and he saw me coming up the stairs, but, and like, he, like it hid. He thought it was me. It wasn't just like coming out of the corner of his eyes. Like, properly saw me coming out of the stairs, but it wasn't me. And that's very spooky. And it was nobody else. So, yeah, who knows what was going on in that house. Oh but I haven't been back then. But that's kind of kind of spooky. Yeah. yeah. That actually kind of reminds me of a... Remember that close to home we had with the, when Karen wrote in? Oh, yeah. Our friend Karen. So she actually uh, wrote us as, um, you know, just to talk about her story. I guess she lived in a house with the roommates where... Um, there is a voice or something in the house that would mimic their voices. So oh, that's let's right. say, let's say Karen's in the kitchen. She'll hear somebody say, Karen. And she'll be like, what? Thinking it's one of her roommates. Yeah. And she's like, what? Hello. She's like, Hey, didn't you just call me? Like, no, I didn't. And that yeah. whatever was going on would happen constantly to everybody there. Yeah. So they would hear, yeah. Like they would hear somebody calling their names, but it sounded like each other's roommates. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Dude. Luke, your your stories remind me of like a movie. It's like 
right? I like could you pick- can see that as a scary yeah. scene. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. His voice from the corner, it's like Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, wow. yeah. That was that was. I still think about that voice. <laughs> like I don't know what it was. Like it could have been, you know, like the fridge making noises or whatever. But we both straight up heard a voice go, Jesus Christ. And you yeah. the same words, right? Yeah. So I don't know what that was. Like and, a very yeah. frustrated goat. That's like a, a <laughs> it's kind of like in that situation. <laughs> a frustrated goat. You like just got it to click on and then it stopped. And then it or like you said, Christ. they mimic. Yeah. No. Yeah. So maybe the person that lived there before used to always say that. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Like a parrot, you know? <laughs> Or yeah. what, oh what if it's like God. somebody trying to get into the fridge, but they're ghosts, so they can't they open always, it, so they're just, oh, oh Jesus Christ. Christ. Or they always hit their toe on it, like they would always open it, it would hit their toe. Huh. Yeah. Everybody yeah. says Jesus Christ when you hit your toe. You know what? I have, yeah. I have a confession. Every time you say something, Luke, I picture it as one of your cartoons. Me too. Yeah. Dude, like <laughs> you, right now you said frustrated ghosts, and I pictured your drawing like as a frustrated angry ghost in a kitchen like thank you oh, yes. i'm picturing everything oh my god i love it dang that's crazy did you tell the um the hosts about what happened here no i didn't i didn't tell them because i didn't want them to think i was stupid so i just lived with that fear oh, man. <laughs> um but yeah um it was uh i have a kind of i have um a bonus ghost story um also involving the south of england but um because I'm from Manchester originally, but um, I spent uh, a few years down in Devon, which is the south of England, on the coast. It's like um, where all the pirates are from. It's oh. like, um, <laughs> you know, so everyone talks like this. Yeah, and, um, yeah. I love it. That was my perfect accent. I'm sure I hope no that was That was great. You know, I forgot who I was talking to. Great accent, yeah. Oh, that scared me. I don't know why. <laughs> that was the ghost. That was a round of applause um, for you, Luke, for your accent. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, anyway, so we, we lived in, again, another old house. This house was, um, it was built like two years after America was founded. It's like <laughs> built in, you oh know, uh, 1778 or something crazy. And um, yeah, very old house. And uh, it had like um, down the left side of the house, so... Uh, it was a big old house, but we got it for cheap because it needed a lot of repairs, um, which I feel like that sort of stuff doesn't happen anymore. Like, even if it's a, you know, sherry old house, they go, yeah, it'll be a million dollars. Yeah, this house for cheap. And again, it was on like a big hill. Um, there was only like six houses on this hill. So it was very remote. And um, the whole left side of the house had like... Um, there was the, the living room and that had kind of like French doors looking onto the garden. So like floor to ceiling glass doors uh, that you could totally see through. And then there's the dining room next to that, which my dad used as an office because he's a cartoonist as well. So again, floor to ceiling um, glass doors. And then there's the kitchen, which had a big glass door on the side too. And I was like eight and I was making a sandwich in the kitchen and the doorknob on the kitchen door started going apeshit, like somebody was trying to get in. But there was nothing there because it was a it's a clear glass door that you can totally see through. There was nobody there, but the handle was going like somebody was trying to break in. And um, so I told my dad about it, 
like, oh my God, the, the, you know, the scariest thing just happened. I mean, obviously I was eight, so I, I threw my sandwich on the floor and slipped <laughs> out of the room. But then later, once I composed myself, um, I went to my dad and I was like, yeah, it was like somebody was trying to get in. He said, my dad's like the biggest skeptic in the world. He won't even watch horror movies because he thinks they're stupid. He's like, I can always solve them, you know, as soon as it starts. I, I hate yeah. them. Um, like, d- d- doesn't find anything scary. And he's like, he's like, yeah, the exact same thing happened to me. Um, and it really freaked me out. But I was working in my office. And yeah, the door handles on these doors were going absolutely instant. Like somebody was trying to get in. He's like, I can't figure out how to explain it, but it's, you know, the spookiest thing I've ever seen. And um, yeah, so it was just a spooky house, this unsolved mystery. Um, but the house was, everything on that hill that we lived on was um, really weird. There was um, my best friend, uh, his parents ran an Airbnb at this place called The Glen, um, which was like the next house down the hill from me. And it was the place, there was this murderer called John Babacom Lee, uh, a.k.a. the man they couldn't hang. And um, he murdered two or three people in the main room of my friend's hotel back in the 1800s with an axe. Oh, um, he killed them all in like the reception of this hotel. Oh, um, but under like Victorian English law, um, if they tried to hang you, or if they tried to execute you three times and it didn't work, they had to set you free. And each time they tried to hang this guy, like the trap door would not function on the gallows or something else would happen. But three times they tried to kill this guy and, uh, or execute this guy and it didn't work. So they had to set him free. Um, so that was a very spooky thing with my friend's hotel. And then like one house over from that was this um, place called Rose Carriage, which was supposed to be one of the most haunted places in England. I've since looked it up and uh, I can't find anything about it. But um, it was this little tiny pink cottage that spooky shit would happen to all the time, like radios and lights coming on in the middle of the night and TVs turning on and off. And um, yeah, so it was a very spooky hill to live on. People were dying of all sorts of stuff. Um, One time this dude died um, that worked at the uh, aquarium, the local aquarium, and because he was kind of overlooking the bay, um, the day of the guy's funeral, uh, three dolphins swam into the bay and there hadn't been dolphins in there for like 200 years. Nobody had seen dolphins there before. So it was just all this weird stuff always happened on this hill that we lived on. So that's my other ghost story. Um, bonus ghost story. <laughs> Whoa. That's crazy. Have you ever um, experienced anything in LA now that you're here? Besides all the um, weirdos on Sunset. You know? Yeah, no, I'm really, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I haven't experienced any ghosts um, the, the weirdest thing that happened to me in LA is I live downtown and, um, you know, there's obviously all sorts of characters here. Um, <laughs> there, was, there was a guy, I was walking back, I'd taken the train from my friend's house in the morning, so everybody was kind of coming uh, to work. And um, there was this guy, completely naked, except for like a sheet that he had. He was just kind of trailing it. Like, he didn't even have it wrapped around himself. He just had it covering his junk. Um, and just, like, he was just dragging. He's bare-ass hanging out, walking past all these, like, lawyers on the way to work. Yeah. And uh, I passed him, and something about me drew his attention. So he started chasing me down the street, going, you'd offer me $5 to do that? You're disgusting. You're disgusting. <laughs> and, like, all these 
finance bros were looking at me and laughing. It was like, I didn't offer him $5 to do anything. <laughs> so that's oh how it goes. Oh, story, that's the best. So that, that explains it, that TMZ video yeah. I saw. Him about you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's like, uh, he was so insulted, but I didn't offer him any money. <laughs> oh my, you believe you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. But again, I'm picturing a cartoon. Yeah. Of you I swear away. I didn't offer. <laughs> Oh man, that's great. Okay. LA is LA is a, a trip. I have a question. That's so, how you know you're back in yeah, LA. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, <laughs> this question is in regards to your story of um, your childhood home, where you saw the doorknob okay. shake with the glass window. Oh yes. Did you uh, ever do any research on that house and like maybe like what happened prior to um, that, or you know? Like- no, not really. I mean, I just assumed there was a lot of history to it. Uh, you know, being you know 300 years old or however it was oh, um yeah. Yeah. so i didn't really except that the only thing that uh i know about that house was um that it used to be like physically built into the side of the hill that it was on and then they had to kind of dig it out because it got too damp but that's just interesting oh. <laughs> like the house would be built into the side of the hill like it was part hill um but that's nothing to do with ghosts but i know it's like um my mom would always get bad vibes there. My grandma came to stay and like, she was freaked out by it. She just didn't like it. There was, um, uh, the bedroom next to mine had a trap door that led up to the attic. And sometimes, um, you know, like when guests were staying, um, we'd all have to like bunk up in this spare room. Um, you know, cause guests get the nicer beds. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, and I've never been like more, transfixed and freaked out by anything except that attic door in that um that bedroom so i don't know what was going on up there and i never looked but excuse me that was me holding in a hiccup (laughs) 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 my voice sounded weird then i was like walking around my living room trying to hold in a hiccup um that was very great but yeah i was very freaked out by that attic so i don't know i don't know how to deal with it but yeah loads of people would get bad vibes in that house um and nothing was ever really explained. It was just a weird one. Um, yeah. All those years, like 3,000 years of people. 300. Oh, 300. 3,000. Yeah. <laughs> it was a cave. Okay, 300. <laughs> yeah. He said it was a cave. Yeah. It was hey, very spooky, another... like cave paintings on the side right, of it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of threes in this episode. What if we said yeah. the number three 23 times? Oh, oh my, my God. Oh, my God. You Jim Carrey would have a oh, field would be day. Pretty crazy. Now we, we have to count. We got to reach out to him and be like, "Guess yeah. what? <laughs> tell us what you know." Yeah, he'll yeah. be like, "What? Who cares?" Whatever. He'll be like, yeah. "Didn't I tell you?" <laughs> yeah, yeah but really, that movie—that movie was like uh, they said the number three sixty-seven times, and so if you divide that by twenty-three, it's three plus one. So it's like. That's really, and you're one person who's been seeing the coincidence of the number 23. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Man, have you? Oh, my God, the episode's at 53 minutes. Oh, shit. (laughs) It sure is. Damn. We're going to edit some out. You mentioned that your dad doesn't like horror horror films. Do you like scary movies? Um, You know, it's funny because um, I do like in my mind i do and then i watch them and well when i go to see them in the movie theater i always regret it i'm 
scared. Yeah. <laughs> but then, like, they're never as scary as I think they're going to be. So I get myself kind of psyched out in the beginning. Um, and then, you know, 10 minutes in, it's like, oh, this is stupid. Um, but I do I do enjoy – well, I, I don't know. I honestly don't know how to answer that question because I watch them all the time. But it's so few and far between that I actually enjoy any of them because most of them are really bad. Um, so, but like not even in a fun way, um, just dumb wastes of time. So I don't know. I don't know whether I like horror movies or not. I'll watch them. I'll absolutely watch them, but I couldn't tell you whether I like them or not. Um, it's sort of like the, the opposite of, um, I always think, um, I hate bananas. Uh, but, and if somebody offers me one, I'm like, oh, no thanks. But then when I eat them, they're great. That's the opposite of horror movies. I'm like, oh, I want to see this horror movie, and then I watch it, and it sucks. And it's not great. Have you tried bananas on pancakes, though? Ooh. Yes, I have. That I don't like. I don't want fruit in the way of my pancakes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it just gets in the way. Well. <laughs> or edit that out. Yep. My wife <laughs> No, okay. no, it's, it's perfect. I can see the appeal of it. But for me, if I'm eating pancakes, it's like, I'd order fruit if I wanted fruit. I'm Chinese garbage right now. Okay, try cactus with pancakes. I love how he can talk to you about everything and you just answer like real genuinely, you know? It's awesome. <laughs> okay, so... I'm, I'm honest to a fault. Yeah, you are. Yes. I love it. Okay, so next question. What was a movie that... A horror movie that you were super into? Oh, I was I was thinking that. That was you were gonna, time. Was that Yeah, what? Okay. one that yes. you genuinely enjoyed. Jinx. That was scary. Okay. Let's see. Um, I mean, obviously, The Shining is yes. is great. Um, I, I don't think I have really any complaints about The Shining. I do think Jack Nicholson's a little hammy in it. Um, I, <laughs> hammy. He's kind of, he starts right at the top. You know, he doesn't give himself a lot of uh, room to maneuver. He starts crazy and stays crazy. Um, uh, oh, I see. But yeah. other than that, the movie itself is 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 great the lady in the bathtub still scares oh, me my God. um uh what else um it's funny because like uh stephen king obviously they, they talk about him not liking the movie mm-hmm. um and um i saw some criticism of that the other day that somebody was basically saying well then stephen king's a fucking idiot because you know he's not as good as stanley <laughs> kubrick and it's like but it was his book so yeah. he'd know um yeah. But there was, there's elements of the book that weren't as good as the movie and elements of the movie that weren't as scary as the book. And I feel like they should have got together and done a second draft uh, together, like combined everything. Because there's parts in the book where um, like Danny, the little kid, is playing in the, the playground at the hotel. And there's like these concrete tubes, but they're snowed in. You know, like old playgrounds before everything was safe you used mm. to just, you know, you just have like a pile of wood yeah. and like a concrete tube. Um, <laughs> yeah. And there's a part in the book that still freaks me out where it's super dark, but he gets in the tube to play and he feels like there's something else in there with him. And then, so he's like trying to crawl out really fast and something chases him out of the tube. And then like, he looks back and there's like hands grabbing or something. And that always freaked me out because I mean, obviously everybody's a little spooked out by the dark, but just the idea that if you think something's in the dark with you, it is in the dark with you. It's like, oh, that, that always freaks me out. So if they could have kind of achieved that in the movie, I don't really know how you'd express that, 
really any, anybody chasing somebody up the stairs in a movie is always scary to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, or in real life. Mm-hmm. Like, my brother will do that, like, if we're both walking up the stairs. Uh, he's stopped doing it now that we're in our thirties. But as kids, <laughs> like, if we were walking up the stairs, he'd be like, I'm going to get your ankles. And he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Watch like, him that, do it next that week. That whole idea, yeah, exactly. He's going to so listen idea, to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something chasing you and grabbing at your ankles that uh, really freaks me out. Um, that's very true. So, I enjoyed The Shining. Um, that's that's one of my favorite horror movies. Um, I really like uh, It Follows. That's another one. Speaking of just stuff chasing after you and following you, It Follows is really good, uh, in my opinion. Some plot holes, some stuff I don't understand at all, is, but overall a very threatening movie. Is that the one about? Give us a gist, really quick, about the the story. It's it's. I think it's a metaphor for STDs. Yes, <laughs> but, exactly. um, I know. Yep. Yeah. Oh, so or it's, or yeah, yeah. Yeah. You have to sleep with somebody to pass on this this demon that yes. then stalks oh. you slowly mm. forever. It that's just like demon? slowly walks after you. Yeah, ST demon. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's what they should have called it. Yeah. That's, that's the name of the episode. episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's. Like, what was um? Uh, there was. What was that movie called with Tom Cruise? It was called like Live, Die, Repeat. And then they changed the movie, the title halfway through to like The Edge of Tomorrow or something or vice versa. But there was a movie where like six months after it was released, they changed the name of it. It was like, yeah, that's a better name. (laughs) Even though the movie's been out, let's just call it that. I I remember that title. Yeah. It's something like that. So let's write to it, it follows people and tell them it would be better to be called SD Demon. ST Demon, that's amazing, Marn. That was great. Yes. Huh, okay. I haven't heard that name in a while. Um, it follows. We need to rewatch that for sure. Yeah, I just rewatched it uh, at Halloween. It was a good one. Oh, on Halloween? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, or around Halloween. I tried to do a, a month of trying to watch scary movies. We did too. Um, we had to, yeah. especially because it's Kat's birthday on Halloween. Yeah. So. Happy belated birthday. Well, thank you. <laughs> it's June. <laughs> and it was yeah. my 31st on the 31st. Ooh. Another three, you guys. <laughs> oh, right. my God. And so, 31 is 27 plus, or 23 plus 8, which is, you know, like, I don't five. know. Yeah, I carry the five. Oh, man. Uh, the wind is blowing <laughs> west. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anywho, oh the shining it follows one more Luke. What what do we got? Okay, one more, one more horror movie uh, that I enjoyed. Um, I think if we're gonna, we'll stick with uh, modern ones. And um, uh, what was it called? Um, the one with Tony Collette and <gasps> I was um, thinking it where she saws her own head off. Yeah, hereditary. Oh, that's yes. one. There was elements of that. Again, I think. I have questions as how it ended. I did a cartoon about all A24 movies, just ending with uh, witches. Oh. <laughs> um, but uh, again, spoiler alert <laughs> for anybody not watching. But um, That was great. <laughs> but uh, yeah, parts of Hereditary are the most shocking things I've ever seen. Um, oh so God. yeah. I agree with the, you. When the little yeah. girl's head comes off. Girl. <laughs> yeah. Spoil alert. Yeah. The baby's fake. Dude, that yeah. part was outrageous when her, yeah, when yeah, her that head was, 
the one part I remember as being that, super crazy. And then the next day when they showed it, all the ants all over it. Kat and I, <laughs> Kat and I were in the movies, and when that happened for yeah. the first time that we seen it, we looked at each other with our mouths open and our oh, eyes watery. Like we saw it in the theater, dude. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah, I saw. I said same with me. I saw it in a packed theater <laughs> in LA, and everybody just prayed to each other and we're like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's yeah. car turned off. Dude, and then yes, when she saws off her own head, that was fuck the sound, just the sound before they showed what the sound was. It was like, wait, what is that? And then they'd show him looking up. Oh my god, dude! Oh, oh, that's a trip. That's a trippy one. Remember all that? You don't? No, I just remember the the car part. Oh, that's it. You got some homework to do. Yeah, you do. I know. I got to watch it again. Those were three great movies, Luke. Wow, my God. I want to yeah. watch all of them. Um, real quick, back to The Shining. Did you watch... Um, Part two. Did you watch uh, Dr. Sleep? Yeah, I did. Um, I I was so excited about Dr. Sleep. I went out and bought the book and read it as fast as possible before, um, before the movie came out. And then um, I thought the book was good. Uh, I didn't, I thought the movie was okay. There was part, I mean, again, some of that was quite shocking um, <laughs> as a yeah, movie. Yeah. But yeah, I thought like uh, it really kind of took a departure from what The Shining was. Um, so, oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't sure about that. I really wanted to like it, but um, I didn't think it was great. Um, I, I'd happily watch it, but yeah, I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. On yeah. personally, I would recommend the book to people. I enjoyed the book, but yeah, the the movie itself was not uh, not perfect. <laughs> yeah, there were some some odd parts, and uh, there were some very um, interesting parts. They got the carpet on point. <laughs> the that carpet, was on point. The carpet that was great scene with the bike. Yeah, that was pretty. That good. was cool. <laughs> the intro. But yeah, it's, I think it's really hard to do a remake. Like well, you, it wasn't yeah. a remake. It was a continuation. Or kind of, yeah, but you're, yeah. it's kind of like following up. Like, yeah. those usually never go as good as the yeah, original. It, I, I think, like what Luke said, it strayed very far from the... It was also, I think they had their work cut out for them because at the end of the Shining book, like the whole hotel blows up or whatever. Yeah. And then, so in Dr. Sleep's the book, oh. they're working with the hotel having been blown up and totally destroyed yeah so mm-hmm. since that didn't happen in the movie uh the shining they then had to kind of work with one of the main premises of dr sleep yeah not there because the hotel's still standing so yeah so they kind of had their work cut out for them so they had to rewrite some stuff but I mean, they definitely got the child murder down. That was pretty hard. That <laughs> so, was crazy. Yeah, yeah. I like the way if that... If you want to see some grade-A child murder, <laughs> Dr. Do Sleep I? is the way to go. <laughs> no, yeah. I actually... I, I think we saw that um, Stephen King actually really liked Dr. Sleep. Oh. He gave his approval for the second movie. Yeah. I um, maybe that guy that was saying that Stephen King sucks and Stephen Kubrick is a genius is right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Stephen King does have terrible taste. Um, <laughs> guy how about the, um, the pet cemetery remake i didn't uh, i i didn't enjoy that i i thought the first one again was so good yeah uh, agreed spoiler alert the pet cemetery remake where they like join together at the end is like um well the ending was stupid i don't want to spoil it to people <laughs> for people <laughs> the ending is just so dumb i agree it made me mad. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just make everything so much more corny than it 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, like the original was so good. And so scary. It's so dumb. Yeah. I don't even remember how it ended. I don't remember <laughs> either. Well, so just Kat, so how did you like the remake of The Craft? Oh, we God. have to ask you this because. I oh, mean, shit. yeah. I mean, okay. I don't think Luke has another hour. <laughs> Luke, so I got to go. Bye. Speaking of corniness. <laughs> no, you know what, though? Nothing compared. Have you seen the original Craft, Luke? Yes, I didn't know there was a remake. Even. Yeah, well, it's a um, continuation. It's a uh, like a continuation, yeah. Um, oh, well, sequel. either way, I didn't know about it. A, yeah, sequel a sequel type, yeah. Yeah, it's a sequel, and the cra- the original is one of my favorite movies ever. And then when they made the sequel, I was like, uh, I don't know, because you know how they always try to make things like more modern and more hip now, like even if it yeah. was back in the nineties. Well, it was like that. It was exactly what I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Um. And I wasn't it the 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 storyline was it had a lot of potential, but they just made a lot of things happen way too quick. Um, but the last about three to six seconds made me very happy. So yeah, I'm, yeah, I'll just say that. Um, All right, I'm gonna check that out now. Oh yes, yeah. I mean, you're gonna think like, what the hell? These little girls like they're just, it's just really not the same, though. they're really obnoxious and they're just really horny and in the original well i like some of the messages they're trying to give like it was very uh i don't know positive yeah like positive one, of, yeah. one of the the witches were um they were um well it's not just that it was just it's all kinds of different little things that they say in there that was pretty cool but i mean there are certain parts that were kind of corny and cheesy and it's like okay obnoxious. you're supposed to be dark and goth yeah, and you're yeah, not, you know yeah yeah but i mean what but else? compare it to the original original for sure yeah way better <laughs> way better it's so often the case it um, is it is yeah uh speaking of sequels real quick while we're on horror movies that people didn't enjoy um uh <laughs> i thought hey, human Centipede was interesting the first one and it wasn't like as horrific as everybody said it was in my opinion like everyone's like oh my god this movie's so fucked up and then you watch it and you're like it's kind of fucked up <laughs> oh, man. but then but Human Centipede 2 is oh. the only movie I've ever turned off. It was like, <laughs> why am I doing this to myself? It was uh, worse? I mean, I didn't pay for it. I saw it on like Wait, a is that Netflix the one in the jail? Or is that number three? No, the jail um, is... Yeah, the, I watched the jail one. That's number three. And that oh, one's yeah. just like... That one's like... The first one was a horror film. Mm. The second one was just like a snuff film. It was fucked up. And then the third yeah. one was like a comedy. Yeah, oh, <laughs> um, funny. Like old Western kind of. Really? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah switched it up. It was really cartoony. But the second one, I made it like half an hour in and I just thought, why am I doing this to myself? And I, I turned it off uh, wow. right when the guy was like bashing somebody's teeth in with a hammer. And it was like, oh God, why am I? And it was just like this black and white because the premise is that it's a guy that's watched the original and has been inspired to commit his own murder, oh. which I think is a really clever idea for a sequel. Like that's really cool to go, oh, the first one was a movie, but the second one's real life. He's like, oh, shit, that's a cool idea. But then it was too real, <laughs> too fucked up. I was like, yeah, I don't wow. need to see this. Those are pretty so, bad. Yeah, okay. I saw yeah. the first So one if you want to watch something horrific, Human Centipede 2. <laughs> I'm going to add one more recommendation to our listeners. Um, I would say a movie that really pissed me off, but also made me really like <gasps> satisfied know. at the end of it, was uh, Spit on Your Grave. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that one, Luke? Uh, you know, I have seen it, but do not remember it at all. Because it's one of those like that I put on Netflix while I was working or something. Um, yeah. So I remember the title being cool. 
Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's a cool name for a horror film, but then I remember nothing else about it. Yeah, there, there's a, a really old version and then like a newer version of it too. Um, yeah. I think we saw the new one um, on Amazon Prime. And oh my goodness, yeah. I was so pissed off. But we were all very, yeah. it was what four of us girls watching it and yeah. it was just. I recommend for everyone to watch that one. That's my recommendation for the week. Uh, I but spit keep, on your grave or spit keep, on your grave. Yeah. If you feel uncomfortable and you want to turn it off, don't keep going. That's my advice. Fast forward a little bit. Because I wanted to stop. They deserve the like, spit yeah. on the grave too. Yeah. They deserve way more than <laughs> it's that. It's a trip. Yeah, they do. It's a trip. Go watch that, Luke. Yeah. It's a good one. Oh, and I have one more uh, recommendation as well while we're doing this, um, okay. is uh, The Crazies, which is so bad, but so enjoyable, too. I think that might be on Amazon Prime now, too. It's definitely on one of the streaming ones. And it took ages, because I thought I'd dreamt that movie. It's been so long since it was, like, <laughs> available for streaming. Like, wasn't there a movie? And it was called The Crazies, and I remember it, <laughs> because um, I went, when it came out, I went with my brother and my um, ex-girlfriend and um, uh, our stupid joke was that we'd go to the box office and be like three tickets for the crazies please and the guy would be like sure what movie do you want to see um, <laughs> oh, but, um, I love that. which is just so dumb but the, <laughs> the movie itself is about like a small town um, and there's been like a mysterious plane crash in the reservoir or wherever and now suddenly everybody um, is getting sick with this virus that makes you a psychotic murderer. And so they're all, they all just start killing each other um, really methodically. And it's really, it's quite a stupid concept and then quite a stupid movie, but enjoyable all the same. And it's got, um, is it Timothy Oliphant or whatever, the guy that was in Sandra Clarita Diet and everything else, obviously. Oh, okay. He's just so charming. He's just, he could carry any bad movie because he's just like, he's just having fun with it. Dang, <laughs> the crazies. I'm, we're going to have to, I think. The bath salts that they're eating? Oh, shit. <laughs> Girl. That, no, that was everybody in 2010. Was it 2010 in Are Florida? Are in the face? No, or? Remember that shit? That was crazy. That was we That's need to watch the crazies. Though, yeah, just, we do, yeah. for sure. He, yeah. He reminds we'll me out. of um, Hills Have Eyes. That's a true story. Did That's you what guys it made know me that? think of, too. Have you seen that no. one? Book? Dude, oh, that yes, I have. Crazy. I have seen it, yeah. That one's gnarly, and it's a true story based on true events. That's fucking crazy. That's, wow. That makes yeah. it really creepy. Yeah. Anywho, wow, that was, <laughs> that was, that turned into a very. That was quite the rabbit hole. Yeah, we went yeah. down the rabbit <laughs> hole really quick. We have a lot of recommendations that we're going to be watching all weekend now yeah all our listeners are like y'all are crazy weirdos yeah. <laughs> no they're listening because they're one of us yeah true and lucas three too. tickets for the like, crazies oh, I'm gonna watch that. three tickets for the crazies <laughs> i love that you're funny luke thank you so much for making time for us today that was that was really entertaining you're super fun yeah you're a really cool oh, guy. thank you so much for having me on yes. i had a lot of fun i'm glad i'm glad i hope nothing spooky happens to you tonight I, I hope so too. And if so, I wouldn't be able to handle it. Oh man, that doesn't sound like you don't don't. What's well, almost for the it to happen? <laughs> oh, is it? The, what's today's date? Oh, anyway, it's only the fifteenth. Anyway, yes, the twenty third. Well, if, if anything does happen, just 
message me and we'll do an update next week. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, absolutely. All right, Luke, thank you so much. Hopefully we can um, work together again in the future with uh, Grow Vision and Hazy Chaos. Oh, it's another event. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah, that'd be a lot you of know, fun. You can do the, the just, poster for it this time. Absolutely. And, you know, just hit me up whenever you need um, recommendations for awful horror movies. Yes. <laughs> I'll be texting you right after we hang up. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> hey, Kat, I got a guy. <laughs> we got a guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Mar, thank you for joining us tonight. That was Thanks. a lot of fun. Luke, nice meeting you, Luke. Yeah, good meeting you. Yes. Thank um, you. Thank you guys so much. So and much Luke, we're looking forward to your top secret job. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. If, if it ever gets done. No, it I'm won't. looking forward to it being done. I'm not looking forward to the month of working on it. But Aww. when it's done, it'll be good. It'll be worth it. We're <laughs> yes. excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep doing you. Stay with the puns. That's the outside. <laughs> I will never give up on the pun. All right. Awesome. We're going to end with that because that was great. Now we have it on record. <laughs> All right, Luke, you have a good night. All right. See you guys. Thank Bye. you. Bye. We want to thank you for tuning in to our recent Scary Encounter with Hazy Chaos. We hope you enjoyed it. If you are not an artist or musician but would like to share a scary encounter you've experienced, please contact us via email at hazy.chaos at yahoo.com for a chance to be featured on one of our close-to-home episodes. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. 